to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. And um. we have the <laughs> we have the guys from Camden Tub with us, as, as well as Manuel from uh, Internet Brands. I don't know if that yeah, or, that's that's good enough. Or are you just a guy here? So, so the weirdest <laughs> thing is is listening to your podcast a lot, and then like watching your faces when you're doing the yeah. introduction. It's like it's tripping me out right now. <laughs> nice. That's right. You were on our podcast, but you weren't in the house. I was skyping, just like you know we do on our unprofessional mm-hmm. podcast called Camden Tub. We are we are the most unprofessional podcast out there, but we have fun with it. So I just think good. it should be noted that we're podcasting from a van again so i don't know if that makes us professional or oh it's dude you've got a mixing board you're way more professional than we are so trust me so, and we're at canopy cars and coffee so like yeah. everything here is professional absolutely why don't you introduce yourselves and uh, we'll start uh, my name is brad brownell and i'm also known as tub on my podcast yeah so wait wait wait, wait before we get started, <laughs> why is it why are you from? tub okay uh, i understand cammed can't well yeah so the, and i know camden tubbed is, yeah, a, yeah. is a hot rod right know, right well that's the play on words yeah. Is, uh, he's Cam, and I'm a fat ass. Okay. So, <laughs> that's what it is, yeah, so right? I'm tub. Wow. Um, okay. No, yeah, it was just a dumb name that we came up with that's semi-car related uh-huh. and, and just funny and, uh, you know. Gotcha. When we first started, we only had, like, I don't know, 12 listeners. Of course. For the first, you know, 30 episodes. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Jason came on at, like, episode 50-something. No, I think it was, like, low 40s or something like that. So and, uh, yeah, and he's been on every, pretty much every episode since then. He was a guest that just stuck around. So so he <laughs> he he's, he brought you to the Hooniverse world, which... Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been writing for Hooniverse for a long time. But oh, okay. when, when Jason came on, we kind of felt like we found our... our the way that we were going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of approached Universe and was like, hey, do you mind if we post this? And they were like, yeah, we, we're always looking for content on Friday, so pop it in on Friday morning, so it'll be great. Sweet. Nice. So, so I became a podcast squatter. I'm and like was, one of those. Like, legally, you got to try to get rid of me yeah. somehow. I don't know how that's going to work. We have one of those. Yeah, we have one, too. <laughs> um, so, Jason. Yes, uh, Jason Connor, uh, do stuff for Hooniverse. Uh, you might have seen my face occasionally on the YouTube channel where I tried to present a car. Uh, I kind of... Suck at it? No, you do. You do. <laughs> he, he's got. Critic. He's got. You've gotten a lot better. Uh, my the Audi one, one was pretty rad. Yeah, the Audi one was great. So this is We Dem Boys Media. That's what we call it. That. <laughs> that's, that's what we did because it was all three of us on that shoot together. So we we had a fun time with that. So that was Audi cool. That one made the rounds too. Yeah. Like um, some kids that work work for me. Um, I showed them that. You know, that's mm-hmm. stuff that impresses them. Like. You know, this thing beat a Ferrari four five eight. You know, yeah. stuff like that. The, the, the response I got from that guy, he's like, "I had bad launch. I oh, had yeah, bad yeah. launch," and I'm like, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, yeah, cool." And then, like, here's the thing: is I started like taking that jab and just lightly talking shit. Yeah. And and then he just that's when I guess that's when he brought up that 800 horsepower 911 turbo and killed mm. me with it. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, bad launch. I mean, they're both automatics. And, uh, I mean, his is rear wheel drive. So. Yeah. But true. you hear and it that, like bogged. The like, surface there yeah. was pretty bad. Like, was I'll, it? I'll admit it was dusty and the first part of it was, was painted. So there was a lot of paint on the surface where if you catch that paint wrong with your tires, mm-hmm. you're just going to spin them And up. the Audi is just going to grow up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Should we talk about what happened with that Camaro? Uh, we can. Okay. So yeah. Wait, before we do that, yeah, we should tell people where we are and what oh, we're yes. looking wait, at. Wait, wait, who's this guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah, this yeah, guy to the right of you? So, so the third leg on this uh, guest journey here. We them boys. <laughs> we them boys meet Which them. one are you? We, the dam, or the boys? <laughs> yeah, he's, the, he's the boy. I see, that's your next podcast. You go, hi, I'm we. Manuel's yeah, the... Manuel's the sandwich them. meat. Well, you you could call me the third because I'm Manuel Carrillo the third. We dem boys. Oh, I'm the oh, third. Right, right. Yeah, there you go. You can figure it out. But yeah, so uh, yes, I uh, am the uh, my day job. I'm the auto 
automotive content editor at Internet Brands, and we own about 130 automotive websites, uh, mostly forums, but we also own Motor Authority, the Car Connection, Green Car Reports. I do occasional writing for Motor Authority. And um, then I also have a YouTube channel that I do vehicle reviews at, uh, youtube.com slash manualcareo3. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and uh, help out. Jason here with videos. When he shoots, he helps me out on my videos. Um, and, you know, it's like a nice collaborative effort. And then occasionally I'll uh, be a guest on the Camden Tub podcast. And uh, I, I I think I might be like in the top three of, of guests you've had there from what you've told me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're 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 one of the best guests we've ever had. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I'm pretty Thanks. proud about that. Nice. <laughs> you're not a guest anymore. I'm not Jason. a guest. I know. I just we keep calling it that, though. Yeah, I know. I know. So Lane and I were talking about this. We were just walking around. We're at Canepa Cars and Coffee in a van again. And um, we were commenting on how fun it is to come with people who've never been because we've this is our like kind of local show and um we get frustrated with like the variety and stuff but the the actual show is inside so you guys are new you've never been to this right cam has been or, i mean tub sorry yeah, tub t- tub i've sorry. been I cam can't... has never been to california i don't yeah. think <laughs> i don't think cam's ever left ohio oh really <laughs> um yeah i came here last year uh with the second saturday's crew um it was actually like two days after i got back from my honeymoon i was like hey uh Newlywed wife, let's go to go to California and look at some cars for a while. That's how you do it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and on our honeymoon, we uh, we went to uh, the Peterson, and we got the basement tour, and we went to see uh, Singer Vehicle Design because they're a customer of mine. So we Sweet. stopped in there and nice, very cool. Yeah, so she was very. Uh, I think I first maybe first listened to you guys then or something okay. like that, and <clears throat> I remember that because that show there was a McLaren uh, F1 here. Yes. And that was a big deal because it was Joe Lacob of the Warriors and they were they were wow. in the middle of the so it was basically Peter, a year ago. Yeah, or no, yeah, it was a, yeah, yeah. it was a year ago. And yeah. uh they were they were about to win the championship. Well and I'm, he was here hanging out in his F one and, and then Pete or Peter Gruber and then Lake Lacob was here in his Ferrari La Ferrari. Mm. So the owners of yeah. the Warriors. Oh okay. basically. Yeah. I don't know anything about I mean, sports yeah, and I don't really <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a basketball I'm, team. It's just one of those yeah, it was no, one of those it was one of those interesting things because they were in the playoffs. They had played like the night before and the owners are like hanging out with cars and they're just, you know. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was cool because there was like there was a P one, there was a LaFerrari and there were nine eighteens and stuff, so it yeah. was it was the big three you mm-hmm. know at the time. So yep. cool. But, well, let me talk about I'm the first time yeah, here. Yeah, right? yeah, that's yeah, what I want to hear. Yeah, and so I am losing my mind over this <laughs> stuff here. Because, well, the car show is cool, and, and the first impression that you get from the car show is it's different from SoCal car shows because SoCal car shows are all about flexing, wagging your phallus around, and you know being very ostentatious. Up here, it's just about the cars. It's just about the people. It's just about the community. So that's the first thing that strikes you. But then you go inside, and it's like, oh, wow, okay, this is like a paradigm shift here. Yeah. Where all the cars that are downstairs are for sale, and they're all freshly restored, or if not restored, then they've been taken apart and then put back together again. Uh, one Porsche that I photographed for Instagram didn't need restoration because it was its original paint, 1973 911T with 20, 29,115 original miles. Didn't need restoration, yet a 1,000 hours, more than a 1,000 hours. Is that hours, that green one? Yeah. yeah. More than a 1,000 hours of work put into that car. Yeah. I don't want to imagine what that costs, but I've, I, in my my mom's garage, it's a car that brought me home from the hospital after I was born, a 1977 Porsche 911S. 
needs a restoration. I've always wondered, okay, where would be the ideal dream restoration shop for my my, mm-hmm. you know, my mom's? You know, You're looking my at my parents' yeah. car. Yeah. yeah, You're here. I, I think it's here. You know, I was thinking, okay, if I won the lottery, maybe you know, take it to the original Porsche Classics restoration in Germany, maybe, or have somebody you know, like 911 Design do it. But no, after coming here, my mind is completely made up. When I win the lottery, it's coming here. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Not nice. if, but when I win the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jason, you're so, first time too, right? Yes, I'm a first timer, so Canapa Virgin uh, coming here. And in- <laughs> is that right? <laughs> sure. Anyway, no, we'll sure. call it that. So, and then we were just talking about the SoCal car scene. Is it's cool because there's a lot of cool cars that are running around, and there is a lot of good variety. It's just the culture has become so skewed. It is not about the cars anymore. It, it but it's under the facade that it is about cars, which kind of just irritates me to no end. So I'm a I was an Irvine fan and consistently went to Irvine a lot, but then they, I started to become really irritated when they changed it. Like, if you have a sedan past 2000, you're not coming in. And I remember start, seeing the paper, I, I was, the sheet with all the rules. That really it's kind of pissed yeah. me off. And I'm like, really? Am I, is this how, it, and that, and it's only because of space. And then yeah. when they finally left uh, the Mazda headquarters that was over there, and then they moved to Elisa Viejo, now it's kind of opened up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, to where it's, it's, you do get that variety. They're not turning people away, but they say they recommend if you don't have something that you're being shown to the show that's there, go park it elsewhere, like at least on the other side of the lot. But it is a very, very big lot now. You guys should come down and at least check it out. Like, yeah, I mean, I I've want seen to. some Emory Motorsports uh, cars there. I mean, you see some really cool. Jeff Swart, what was that? That uh, the, the open cockpit single seater that he had? Oh, no. He he has a. Uh, I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. He's uh, got an open cockpit um, uh, belly tanker that yes. he drives oh, on yeah. the street. Wow. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, so that's yeah. the kind of stuff that comes up yeah, over yeah. there. It's he does rad. also have a 906. And today, uh, on his Instagram, he was posting that he brought his Pikes Peak 964. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That one's so car. cool. Yeah. Right. And, wow. uh, yeah, speaking of Zwart, I was actually hanging out with him two days ago. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, at the Macan launch? Yeah, the uh, yeah. Macan GTS North American launch. It was, it was pretty awesome. I'm going to be, be honest. Um, I don't like you, Brad. <laughs> so was he like coaching you guys up the mountain and stuff? It was lead follow. Oh, the road was closed. Uh-huh. Like Porsche closed the road from seven o'clock to ten o'clock, uh, and we got unrestricted r- race it up the hill as fast as you can go. Yeah, and wow. Zwart was in his two thousand two winning nine nine six GT two car, mm-hmm. and so he was running up at the front of the of the line, and then there were six Macans. In a row behind him. And where was this? At Pikes Peak. Pikes Peak. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So they closed down Pikes Peak. Wow. And the us journalists got a chance to go up the hill as fast as we could, and we did a fourteen oh four. Yeah, you do. You do. You, yeah. You wow. Didn't time it or anything? Of course. Hey, but still, fourteen minutes. And that, that is good. Yeah. Vehicle is awesome. On and they put it on all seasons because it was so cold at the top. So like, everyone well, we was going pretty well. Like there yeah. was there wasn't anyone anyone like lagging no. back. Oh, no. wow. everyone cool. was hoofing it, and it was awesome. That's so fun. It was so wow. much fun. So we we did that in the morning. We got two runs because there's uh, two journalists per car. So each one of us got a run. And it feels so much faster from the passenger seat. Cause oh, I imagine. You're, you're just like looking over the. Oh, no, I'd, I'd like, be shitting my oh, pants. Oh, I'm the worst weren't passenger. Pretty, weren't you with our favorite Canadian, Brendan McAleer? I was. Yeah, yeah Brendan McAleer. He's he he can uh, he can move a car really really well. Um, and then uh, after we did that, there was a, a little route. 
to get to lunch that involves some dirt roads and so you know so it was it was a really fun day that's awesome yeah I, it was it was really cool it seems like quite a risky pr thing to have journalists flying up pike's peak with no guardrails and you would, right you would think disaster so. looming you like. would think so um I think that they only invited people that they knew could handle it. Oh, okay. I see um, what you're saying, man. Okay, okay. Take I mean, it easy. I'm not I'm not trying to like pump myself up or anything. No, I mean everybody You are going to you are racing in Le Mans next week, right? So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um everyone that that really was close. there knew what they were doing. Yeah. Um and and we all had a good time and nobody hit anything and we were going really fast. Um and at one point we went up to another uh peak that was um, a little a little ways away, and it was uh, Mount Evans, and it's the highest paved road in North America. Wow! Because uh, Pikes Peak's fourteen something. It's it's an extra hundred feet above. Oh, okay. Pikes Peak. Yeah. That's really really yeah, tall. Really tall. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, the the great thing was is like um, you could feel the engine like really working at that uh-huh. altitude because you lose a lot of power. And uh, Porsche, in their infinite wisdom, included bottles of oxygen for everybody. So like when we got to the top, it was like it was you. If you were moving around, like oh. taking photos, jumping on rocks and yeah. stuff to get up, or driving hard, or driving yeah. hard, yeah. yeah, you'd you'd feel it. I mean, at the top of Pikes, we were up there for probably two hours after we got up to the top, and we were kind of taking photos and did a family photo kind of thing where all the cars were lined up and and um and all of us started to get a little bit lightheaded. And yeah, it was like, yeah. yeah, it's it's really high up here. Wow. What engine were you guys using? Uh, the GTS has a 3.0 V6 turbo. And it's 360 horse, so it's an additional 20 bump over that. It's like right, the right in the middle between that yeah, and, between and the, the turbo. Yeah, between the S and the turbo. Yeah. So, so you gotcha. didn't really lose that much power then with the turbo. turbo. Yeah, yeah it, it helps, but you do notice it. Okay. Yeah. It is noticeable. Um, and I've driven, like when I took my Mazda across the country, we, we were at like 13,000 feet in that, and it was just... Dead. Yeah, dead. Yes. Yeah, dead. Like driving I mean, his van again. 130 horsepower stock. So right. it was down oh, like yeah. Imagine. 60. We crazy. took this thing to over 10,000 feet on my honeymoon, and it, was, it only has 90 horsepower to start. Wow. So like, but do the math. Yeah. yeah. But really good aerodynamics. It's so amazing. Yeah, yeah. It, it all helps out. You know? <laughs> Flies through the air like a brick. Yeah, exactly. yeah, great. <laughs> it's, I always say it's like running into a headwind holding a piece of plywood. There you go. <laughs> That's all it is. Yes. Um, so... You guys went inside. What would you say was the most kind of like jaw dropping uh, thing here for you guys? You know, I had an emotional experience <laughs> looking at that 250 LM. Yes, oh, that, so we talked about that on our podcast. Uh, I just, I, I, it just because it's there's nothing done to it. That's how it raced, and mm-hmm. every the condition of it is how it raced. And it was so, the baddest car in the world at that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. As good uh, as it got. Oh my God, that yeah. car's like I heard y'all talking about it, but seeing it, you 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 cannot just sit. I, you, everybody's listening to me, and you pretty much just can't believe anything I'm telling you right now until you see the car yourself. <laughs> yeah, and it's just truly amazing. Like, let's hear something that's just silly that I like. The leather straps. I, like, geeked out on the leather straps, on the bonnet and whatever you want to call it, straps. Sure. All that. I just And then all the rock chips and everything with it. It's just, it's it's it was perfect. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. For, all from winning Le Mans. Yeah. That was I, the, last mean, Ferrari the last to win. Ferrari to win. 64, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And a crazy story behind that car was the... Uh, like the one driver supposedly didn't do the last stint, or they, they he got sick or was pissed off or something. Yeah, and they couldn't find him, so they put another <laughs> guy in the car. And there's a 
it, it might be an illegal win, kind of. There's all this kind of like, yeah. you know, there's this big story behind it that makes mm. it even more of a. Back in the '60s, they didn't really have asterisk wins. You know? No, you won no. or you didn't. Yeah, yeah. But for across sure. the line, you're also like, yeah, for sure yeah, covered in fuel. And I think yeah. uh, Luigi Canetti did a 24-hour race. His co-driver got sick. He he ran 23 hours of it. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> Something like that. I mean, there was a, shit. there's this story, I can't remember who it was, but back in the like the open wheel days, back in the long time ago, there was a guy that would run that would come in every pit stop and have a glass of cognac. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he ran the whole twenty four hours himself and then he fell asleep at the wheel like twenty three hours and a half. Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, cognac. I mean, <laughs> I mean Was he sponsored by cognac? I don't or? I don't know. Like, uh, I, I think felt, I got tired <laughs> on my drive up going up PCH. Like, oh, yeah. Like, uh, 23 hours. Like, I'm like, man, this is, like, after was, a while, I'm just like, okay. That was a really hard-to-drive manual six-speed, right? Oh, no, that that was, it's, it was AC Auto. <laughs> yeah. So that's, like, you know, really, like, yeah, difficult. Yeah, totally. Camaro going up uh, PCH. Yeah. It's great. Manual, yeah. what did you like in the museum? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I had a real nerd moment in there. Okay, so <laughs> when you go to the very, very back of their shop where all the restorations are going on, but, like, even farther back, there's a wall of uh, car cubbies kind of this is like a wall matchbox of cars. cars yeah like matchbox yeah. like real like life-size matchbox cars matchbox cars sitting in, in this wall in like a cubby situation and you never see something like that where you have a 993 Porsche underneath like a 9 like some kind of race car I'm not really I don't really know too much about race cars but like a Porsche <laughs> was, race car from the 935 okay yeah so 935 that's an awesome car <laughs> and then cool you car. had oh, it was like oh this assortment like you had a, I think there was a cobra in there or something mm-hmm. and they, they had all it was an amazing cross section of vehicles. There's some Lumina, maybe <laughs> Lumina, <laughs> NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. yeah. NASCAR's in there. So for whatever genre of vehicle you like, it was probably covered inside that cubby of cars. Totally. And but what struck me wasn't really anything obvious, but you rarely ever see a 993 Porsche from that angle where it's about mm-hmm. 12 feet above you, mm-hmm. and so you're looking at the under. Bumper, you know, the, the 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 lower underneath the front bumper of that car, you can see the ducting that goes to that you know the, the entry port for what eventually leads to cooling the brakes. The uh-huh. silver nine nine three turbo mm-hmm. that was up no, there, I think yeah. it was just a silver regular Carrera. <laughs> I don't think it was a turbo. Oh. Yeah, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a turbo. It was right in the middle. It was a, just a regular Carrera nine nine three, and from that angle. You see the influence of Porsche 959 mixed with, you know, 90s Porsche technology. And mm-hmm. It's like this confluence of rivers from heritage to the future coming mm-hmm. in one vehicle mm-hmm. because 993, it's like the end of the run of that nine, you know, the, the, you know, the original Porsche 911. And then, but also 90s technology with the future, you know, like a little preview of what's going to happen in the 2000s with, with the progress that was made in that decade. Yeah. And it was just, I remember being a kid back in 1995, you're 10 years old, looking at the brochures of the 993 and for one part of the booklet for the brochure that year they had a uh, they had like a artistic rendering of the wind going through those bottom ducts and into the brakes yep, and yes. then through the entire mm-hmm. car and how the, the car used the wind mm-hmm. the wind mm-hmm. that influenced me as a child mm-hmm. and I saw that today and it was like uh, just a crazy trip out you know then and now of me yeah. you know uh, I just yeah total nerd moment and that happened at Canepa that's yeah. that's awesome we had that same kind of we moment did. one time like a year or two years ago there was a 993 turbo sitting on the lift outside if you saw there's that lift to wash, like wash cars mm-hmm. and it was sitting out there and we and it had all the wheels off and stuff and we were looking at it and we were just 
and then there was a 959 inside. So we were just looking at all the things that basically the carryover stuff from the 959 on that Mm. car. To a 993 Turbo is, there's so much. And at that point, a 993 Turbo was, this is two years ago, I think. It was, it wasn't quite where it, it it hadn't peaked. It was, you're like, you're like, wow, this is a, Kind of, you know, so we kind of price for a dollar was really we knew knew it was yeah yeah exactly. We're like, you know, (laughs) you know, that's pretty good. If you had bought one a while ago, exactly, you're stoked for eighty grand or whatever. (laughs) You know, Uh, my big moment inside. um, I actually saw the car run when I went to Rensport reunion last year, but there there was a there's a nine seventeen thirty that they have fully disassembled for restoration right now, and all of the fiberglass is is down to gel coat like there's no paint on it there's an, it's just bare fiberglass and they have the engine on a stand that they're re- redoing the engine and the the body the um the frame is down to the the molly um uh, like all of the little welded pieces Extrusions. The frame yeah, and, yeah. yeah so it's just fuel tanks on a stand with a cage welded to it and like just looking at all of the intricate details of that car that in the early 1970s produced 1200 horsepower in a 1300 pound car like this this thing is brutal and it'll eat your face off but when it's taken apart and it's when it's in its individual pieces, it looks really delicate. So delicate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's like almost like Maserati birdcage. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. The way that frame is and everything. Yeah. And there's that little broken section if you saw mm-hmm. on the front. It's just, mm-hmm. it's broken and you you look at that and the way it's put together and you you, you don't see that thing going 250 <laughs> miles an hour and having 1200 horsepower. You're right. like, that thing would fly apart, right? Yeah. Like. It but. really does boil it down to how simple those cars are. I mean, yeah. you strap a motor to the back of a guy and yeah. send him on his way. And, and that it, motor is just such a piece of, of delicate art. It's insane. Like, the way that they have to, to put everything together, it has to be perfect yeah. and what to if do it, that. And what an achievement for all that to be happening in the 70s. Right. Yeah. Right. The yeah. thing that made me happy is going into that room, which is this little back room at their motorsport shop, and there's probably 15 people kind of in awe of it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's that special. It had no body work, just like you said, tanks and yeah. um, down to bare metal, just super cool. But could you imagine sitting in between two, like, 40-gallon 40 pa- 40 no. tanks? We had, like, <laughs> so... <laughs> Was that a nice team that was at, um, that one that was in the that center? Is rad. Whoa, that that's that amazing! A really cool Unimog, a crazy adventure mobile just crossed with an American by. flag and an eagle on the back. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> um, so Germany. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was that 917 that was that was here, and it was basically like the scariest looking car. It was almost like. Uh, if you wanted to master a car and really have a challenge, that would be it. I mean, no traction control. Like you said, mm-hmm. 1,200 horsepower, mm-hmm. insane uh, safety. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quote no, unquote. Yeah, quote I'm doing air safety. quotes here. Yeah. <laughs> safety. Wheels um, out in front of the front wheels. Uh, your feet. Yeah. yeah your just feet. Sitting, I mean, your feet out in front of the front wheels. Your ankles are just yeah. like your, your, uh, yeah. your crash structure. Exactly. And 250 <laughs> down the front straight. Yeah. At, at but once mom. you see, like, the, the interiors of them, there's just, like, it, just fiberglass molded. Just, just a nothing. bunch of, just, it's absolutely nothing Sitting in terms of driver's yeah. safety. Yeah, you it's have nothing. fuel tanks protecting you from stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, so. Yeah, those uh, are scary. Serious brass balls yeah, drive yeah. at those speeds. I, I, I wouldn't or even. Or shag carpet, because it was the 70s. Yeah, yeah you know, there's yeah. that too. Shag that's, carpet that's, balls. It's extra padding. It's good. <laughs> so at one point, Jason, and I think Manuel was there. We were looking at 
I forget, but we were looking at a like an eighties E twenty eight five series. Oh, Brad yeah, was there, yeah, yeah. and uh, Jason's like, "This is what like look at where we are, and we're looking at this five series for for ten minutes yeah. basically." I think that's the measure of a real car person. Though. <laughs> yeah. you, you have all these amazing cars around you, but then you go to an E twenty. Totally, yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> and we're looking at E twenty eight. We're like, "Whoa, look at those wheels. Those are weird." You know, we're all trying to like, like those are some figure out what they are. They're not plastic. Stuff. It's metal, and yeah, we're just yeah, freaking yeah. out about looking yeah. at that. And there's a Pagani Wyra behind oh, us. Then, yeah, I got a great shot i'll post that up here later on that everybody there's a wire doors are up and it's just you know in all its glory and i'm like looking at the dino that's in front of it and i'm yeah. like everybody you are looking at the wrong that car. orange dino yep the orange awesome. dino is right i super Owned by the same guy everything that's here that's cool is orange because <laughs> there's a, there's an orange gt4 there's an orange uh 918 and then there's the orange dino and i'm like yes that is there you so go cool there you go. Uh, so I checked out your, uh, I checked out Brad's little hot rod. <laughs> um, project Boxer Club Sport. It's not, it's, it's actually pretty decent looking. I mean, it's, it's not like, it's, beat, it's not like fucked, that fucked up. What's though. the stats on it? Does it have a different motor or anything? Uh, no, it's, it's stock power. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's, it, it's I love Lade. Well, no, I expect, it's you know, it's, it's actually like all the, everything's straight. The interior yeah, is yep. pretty tidy. Yeah, yeah. And, it has little flares on it and has mm-hmm. GT3 wheels, mm-hmm. if, if, and it's like purposeful, but it's yeah. not like it's not like a total shit box. Like <laughs> you, you, the way you talk about it, you say it's a shit. Well, I don't know. I mean, it needs it needs what? paint, quote unquote, yeah. or whatever. I, it uh, could need paint, but if we if we can pile on for a second, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> my first time ever sitting in Brad's car was today, and I was thinking, okay, so, so I get you know we're at the gas station. I'm like, I'm gonna go check this thing out. So I get in the car. I'm like, wait a minute. It's actually kind of nice looking. Exactly in here. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, I expected a shit box. I'm, yeah, right, so I'm so sorry. Let me explain. So, <laughs> so when I first bought it, it was really nice. Uh huh. Like the paint was. Eh, so what? What is it? It's a. Uh, it's a ninety-seven. Okay, first year boxer. Five speed, yeah. two hundred and one horsepower. Yep. No, nothing like super fancy, but it's it's got you know mid engine. It it handles really well. The balance is perfect, and. So um, I I bought it for cheap. It was sixty five hundred bucks. Uh, the guy had originally wanted ten grand for it, and I just saw it coming down. So it was nine grand. Then it was eight grand. Then it was seven grand. And I was like, well, I got sixty five hundred cash. You want it? And he's like, yeah, okay. So uh, I got it two and a half years ago, and uh, I've put forty thousand miles on it since. So I wow. you know, I, I rock it. Impressive. Every day, all the time. Any big issues? A couple. <laughs> um, like I, overflow tanks, probably. No, no. no? Uh, I had a, a water pump come apart on me in, here in Monterey, um, which was, you know, 250 miles from home. That was fun. On a Sunday, so nobody's uh. open. Um, so what I, what I ended up having to do there, what happened was is the, the pulley came off of the shaft. Uh-huh. So I, I had to take the pump off in the parking lot of a tire shop that just happened to be open. And then we used a hammer to jam it back onto the shaft and i i put some uh w or uh not wd-40 what's the uh, uh jb jb weld yeah put jb weld on oh, it. in before you pounded yeah. it back and in it back in and then put it back on the car fill it up with water and drove it home um that was fun I, i've since put a that's good great. pump on it yeah but but at the time you made it that's like race rally repair yeah. and then uh i was on my that's way lemon to stuff SEMA. yeah i remember this story i was on my way to sema last year and uh right through the middle of nevada there's there's nothing uh-huh. miles and miles and miles and uh in the middle of the desert i'm going you know three thousand rpm cruising at 75 miles an hour and all of a sudden i hear a bang and i'm like 
oh shit mm-hmm. so I, I shut it off turn, pull it over to the side and I pull the, the covers off and I'm looking and and the idler pulley had pulled out and the belt had just like shattered itself yeah so the belt was bad and the the idler pulley had pulled out and was was like working its way into the alternator Ooh. so um i pulled all that stuff out and i limped it to the nearest town because without a water pump you know you just have to drive it until it gets hot yep pull over to the side let it cool let it cool yeah and i had to do about 30 miles that way and <laughs> I didn't cook it. I didn't, you know, overheat anything. So I was good. But I, I found a hotel, stayed there for the night, and then had my wife drive down with the parts because I was in Tonopah, which is like oh, literally been, the middle. I've of been the there. <laughs> and um, and there's you know no shops, no nothing. Tonopah Brewing Company. Yeah, yeah. I stopped there and had yeah, a beer. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> one does. I, you know, I got a whole night to kill. I'm gonna go. Yeah, up here. yeah. So uh, I called and I said, hey, can you stop by the local Porsche shop, pick up an idler pulley, and pick up a belt, and bring some tools and bring it down? Had it fixed in five minutes after she got there. Oh, but, that's all it took. But it took her four hours yeah. to get to me. Oh, she's cursing cursing Probably. at you the whole way. Yeah. I mean, luckily my wife is great. So <laughs> she's... She sounds rad. I mean, she's, yeah. she's real rad. Um, <laughs> uh, she's, she's the best. Um, so those are the only real problems that I've had, but the... Pretty much the only thing that I've done to it is uh, wheels, tires, brakes, and suspension. So it's got um, S brakes. I bought them off of Craigslist for five hundred bucks for all four corners, wow. including rotors, pads, everything. Damn. I've since put Hawk HPSs on it, but um, but yeah, it was some guy with a Cayman. Uh, had sold this stuff to a kid with an S13, mm-hmm. and the kid's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put Porsche brakes on my Nissan, and then he couldn't figure out how to put them on, yeah. so he just put it on Craigslist to get rid of it. Oh, that thing, Lane, check out look at that. 928 with flares. Okay, oh, dang, that's that cool. Badass. I just did say for a second how much I want a 928. Just buy one now. Yeah, God. Yeah, better buy one good. now. They're going to go up. Man. They're, yeah, they're already starting the to um, But I have, uh, we're, the, one of the sites that I write for, flat6s.com, we're, we're sponsored by Michelin. Mm-hmm. So Michelin was like, oh, uh, what do you want this year for your thing? And we were like, well, tires would be nice. And they were like, yeah, okay, uh, what tires do you want? So I started looking at tires and I was like, oh, I could get new Pilot Sport Cup 2s. And the smallest size they make is a 295 rear and a 245 front because it's 996, uh, yeah. 996 GT3 sizes. Yeah. So I bought 996 GT3 wheels, put those on, put it on the car, and I was like, oh, Offset's kind of gnarly, yeah. <laughs> and super wide, obviously. Yeah, so uh, it went from 8.5 rear, 6 front, to 10.5 uh-huh. rear, 8 <laughs> front. So it's 295 rear and 245 front, and they grip like crazy, and, it's, it's, and I've got... Uh, uh, sway bars front and rear and lowering springs and stuff like that so it's that thing must be just it's, on rails it's a riot. i mean it's a riot. i just drove it briefly this morning on uh from mon right here yeah and uh highway on and off ramps are pretty fun uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, imagine. Pretty yeah. good. and i mean it's just i mean it's it's not slow they're not slow i yeah. i mean i, I can't it's 200 horsepower i'm thinking my head on it's slow it's not slow but you can it's just, also not fast it's not fast yeah but the thing is <laughs> yeah. is e- it's that Miata love that I have, yeah. uh-huh. and you could just but exactly. it's, it's that, but faster mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. with a much better sound. Yeah. So that's yeah. what gets it to me. It's just once you get that that uh, was it the variable cam that does that, mm-hmm. or is that when, he, when yeah yeah variable cam? Yeah, 
that would just start screaming. It's so That's neat. Right sound. in your ear. That's yeah, the best right sound. there. It's right, I love it's right it. behind you. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not slow. It's not fast, but it's just enough to engorge the testes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So I always, bucks. my benchmark is always, you know, I'm 36 or years old. I think I'm 36. Ooh, here goes the Dino. Um, so, here goes the Dino. You know, here we go. 246. Uh, we were in high school, 94 through 98. And uh, in that era, the fat, the fastest, like the the sh- the shit that we aspired for was like an E36 M3 was coming mm-hmm. out a 993, uh, 993. So the boxers actually, it's it's, I mean, it's like whatever zero to sixty and six point nine or seven point one yeah, depending yeah, yeah. on whatever. It's not very slow, and that's when Acura Integra Type R's were seven point something yep. zero yeah, to sixty, yeah. and that was a fast car. Yeah, like my my mind's like still back there. Sure, it's all relative. That's you know, it's all relative. Yeah, yeah, I grew up. I I had a GTI that was fast at zero to sixty in ten point something right, seconds. Right. You know, so I remember the Lexus ads that time when these radio commercials that would okay, hi, uh, uh, wire is coming out right now, <laughs> but these Lexus commercials back in that era. They were coming out, and it would be these guys driving their LS400, and they pull up next to a Boxster, and they're like, hey, buddy, our car's actually faster zero to 60 than yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah. great. Like the old Volvo ads where it'd be, I think it's a 944, yeah. and it would smoke the 944 because it was the Volvo two, uh, 740 turbo wagon, right? Yeah. But like a new Camry V6 is going to toast a lot of cars. I mean, oh, FRS right. is like done for. You know? But that yeah. speaks to the golden era in which we live, where a lot of V6 family sedans are now sub six totally. zero to sixty. Three hundred horsepower. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah, mm-hmm. very eye opening. V6s and something. Right. Oh yeah. And they actually look pretty cool too. I saw uh, uh, a 2013 Audi A4 in my rearview mirror next to a 2016 Honda Accord with you know its LEDs blaring. I'm like wow, that looks pretty premium. The new Accord looks yeah, nice. It's oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and they kind of outshone or outshined the A4. Yeah, mm. they look very show car-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun stuff. So what's on your guys' horizon? You got anything cool car wise? Are you going to Monterey for? Uh, I'm, stuff? I might. I might. I haven't decided yet. Um, I've got a kind of busy summer, so I kind of want to take that weekend and just not do something. Okay. <laughs> but like, yeah. um, like next Wednesday, I'm flying to Paris for Le Mans. Right. And uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I, you know this this like two week period has been really awesome, and uh, and next week's gonna be awesome too. Yeah. So. Pike's Peak Resort. Pike's Peak Resort. Yeah. Go, coming out here, we're driving. Uh, Sharkworks cars later this afternoon. Yes. Yeah. And you're uh, also in a van again. Also in a van again. You know, <laughs> that's, that's the highlight right there. That's, the highlight. that's really that's the highlight. <laughs> yeah. Um and then yeah, going to going to to Le Mans next week. Have you ever been? I went two years ago. Um and it was it was Porsche's first year back. I'm a big Porsche guy, yeah. so if you listen to the show you probably know that. But uh <laughs> uh <laughs> Um so I, I went it was for it was Porsche's first year back and uh we went with Michelin <laughs> And that was really cool. They didn't win. They won last year, which was really cool. And then this year, I'm going back, and they have probably a potential to win if they can hold it together. They've got a pretty fast car. So. Do you think it's an event worth going to as a spectator? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. It's kind of a carnival too going it, on. Right? Yeah. There, there's like there's all a, the camping and the the vans, right? Yep. Like the party vans and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically a big party with racing involved. Yeah. I mean, they, they've got the big Ferris wheel, they've got roller coasters, they've got the museum, they have uh, all kinds of stuff. And two years ago when I went, they uh, I went on a helicopter ride around the track. Shit, oh, that's awesome! It was, it was so. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it was so. It's such an awesome place to go. And yeah, if you get the opportunity, that one is 
off my bucket list, but I'll probably just keep going until I die. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also want to go to like Nurburgring 24. That looks fun. Yeah. That looks like a lot of fun. Uh, Goodwood. I really want to do Goodwood. Revival or or the Hill Climb. Festival Either one speed, would be yeah. sweet. Um, yeah. I've done like Daytona 24, Sebring 12 hour. Uh, Historics is probably one of the coolest ones. Mm-hmm. Going, coming to Monterey, so going to—it's oh, so cool. Just the pit. Did oh, you wow. do um, Rensport reunion last year? Yeah, wasn't that, that? that just was so, so cool. cool? So cool. Yeah. Just, I mean, it's it's total overload. Like every like all that stuff is right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was it was amazing seeing mm-hmm. all the stuff. I went to the Rensport before that too, which was really neat. Oh, cool. But um, yeah. I've been to some F1 races. Those are fun, too. Those I mean, but I went to the last one at uh, Indianapolis. Oh. When they still had the yeah. V8s. I was, I wanted to, yeah, I was never, I've never been to one in the States, but I've been to a few, oh. like, in Europe and then one in Canada. Um, Canada sucks for viewing, but, yeah. uh, but F1, I don't know if I'd like the new cars and watching that. Uh, I don't know the sound and everything, but. Eh, I mean, it still doesn't be cool. sound great. Yeah. Uh, but. You might be able to talk to each other more and stuff. It, I mean, it's so fucking loud. I, I kind of, I mean, I was a diehard F1 fan for like 15 years. Yeah. And at the beginning of last season, I was like, I just, I can't watch anymore. Yeah. It just got so boring. That's a really common theme. Yeah. Everybody's saying that right now. Yeah. It got so boring. And I imagine it was probably the same in the Schumacher era where it was mm-hmm. just like, oh yeah, Michael wins again. He's just too dominant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. And then, and then Mika and, coming up and stuff. Right. Uh, it was basically like been. two teams, uh, I got into it in like the early nineties mm-hmm. and I was really into it for like a few years, but then it was, it's so hard to follow. I don't know. F1's so hard to follow here. You have to wake up at like three in yeah. the morning to watch races and stuff. And then, uh, so I just kind of, it, it, it's like watching your favorite show where there is a storyline involved. Mm-hmm. And if you just watch a race here and there, you don't really know what's going on. So right. it's not as, as, as fun to watch. Yeah. So I find myself in that, in that, you know, despite the cars being shittier or whatever, um, it's more like it's more just being able to follow it and stuff like that. I like sat that. down and watched Monaco um, the other day mm-hmm. because it was you know that's a spectacle. Like you just yeah, watch it because of that. It is. It is. It it wasn't a great race though. I mean, there was a couple of moments but that were cool. Is it, but is Monaco ever that great? No, because that's, that's, there's no passing, passing. It's too tight. It's yeah. not an F one. You know, I mean, it's an F1 track, but it's not an F1 track. It's... But then I watched the Indy 500, and I was like, this is what racing is. That was an awesome race. And the huh. finish was great, and it was just, it was so cool. Huh. So. Cool. And then, Jason, you're, uh, or you, okay, so you, Emmanuel, cruised up in uh, Ford versus Chevy. Yes. A battle. Are they? Are, civil, ex- war. Ex- yeah, civil, civil War. Yeah, Civil War, but, but, civil war. but I, was, uh, I was outgunned. Oh, you got your V6 and he's V8. He's built for tough. But here, you want to hear the the most ridiculous thing? What? You are what? Just under one thousand dollars more. Yeah, I'm nine hundred. Yeah, that Camaro is really nine hundred and fifty five dollars dearer. Because I know Fords are Fords can be pricey when they're optioned out. Camaro has. Everything. And so you have a six-cylinder, eight-speed auto, six-cylinder, eight-speed convertible auto, RS. Con, uh, so automatic costs money. V6 costs money. Mm-hmm. RS package costs money. Wait, I thought the V6 was the standard no. engine, four-cylinder four turbo. turbo. I thought. Oh yeah, Ford, Mustang. Oh yeah, Mustang's Ford. Opposite. Ford's yep. the opposite. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So that is uh forty-seven and a half thousand dollars. Are you kidding me? For a Camaro convertible. Camaro convertible. He sent me a picture of the Monroni yesterday, and I was like, that's. On 
believable. You could have your Boxster and forty grand. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's expensive. That's it's absurd. really expensive. I, Although I, it was, it was funny coming in this morning because uh, we're the three of us were driving in a row, and I was like, you know, this is kind of like an episode of Top Gear, <laughs> where you know one of them shows up in an actual good car, the yeah. Mustang GT, and then one <laughs> of them shows up in kind of a eh car. And now, now, and then one of them shows up in something cheap that probably won't even make it to the final destination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly right. Now, one thing that I will say, because I've driven those cars back-to-back before, the chassis dynamics and everything of way that the Camaro, the way the Camaro drives is better, right? It's absolutely true. better. That's true. Uh, I think interior materials are better. In think, the Camaro. And in, in the, the materials themselves are mm. better in the Camaro. I think overall, there's certain aspects of the styling of the interior that I really, really like, like the door cards. Because the last one was is really bad. So mm. they've really fixed the door panels. Okay. They look way better. And they got the yeah. lights. looks like Tron. You can I mean, put GM, the lights on. It's like Tron. GM was really bad for a yeah. long time with mm-hmm. Corvettes and all that stuff. So. Oh, this, how about the fit and finish on your car? I think this, yeah, the, sc- the screens. We're going to get that in a second. Yeah. The screen mm-hmm. is really good. Uh, but, but overall style of the interior goes to the Mustang. Just for classic. Mm. It's going to okay. last. It's going to age better than the Camaro. So the thing that I found with the screen is it's tilted at such a way that all you get is reflection of your passenger's crotch. Now, there's that too. Or if you don't have a passenger. If the passenger's not there. Or if you have the white interior, all you're looking at is white seats. Yep. (laughs) Through that screen. And I I mentioned that. uh, So they tilt it kind of down a little bit to avoid it hitting the sun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's made of like the same thing as like an iPhone screen. Mm -hmm. So it's really glossy. Oh, wow. Yeah. You can still kind of see it. It probably would have been fine. Excuse me, they are. Right. I mean, it's, I mean, we're nitpicking here. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is the way that's what that we it do. Is. So, yeah. so forty-seven grand, forty-seven yeah. grand. Right. I could have a new Miata. I could have Brad's Boxster, and uh, what else can I? Have? Did you get I'd sell you my Boxster already? for forty-seven grand. Oh, I'm saying all together. <laughs> I'm saying I can combine all these cars. Yeah. I could have a Specky thirty race car, Mighty Max. Maybe? Uh, I can have Mighty Max. Yeah. <laughs> all four. I can yeah. have all those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, easy. So. Um, it's 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 good. I I mean, but I, I drove the Camaro and I I enjoyed yeah. it and I agree that it is a better driving car than as as far as chassis dynamics. Than the Mustang. Yeah. Um, so but what is it engine. that's better? Like I mean, just turn in and and it feels yeah. like it, it less like especially to- especially yeah. in the four cylinder car, uh-huh. the turn in is just awesome because mm. there's it's such a lighter front end and it's it's space it's wider than the Mustang. Okay, it's got a wider feel to yeah. it, so you really have. Uh, the stability. You feel more the, part of the yeah. car, yeah, and the Mustang's more, you're on top yeah. of it, kind of? Or? But I do have to say, driving the Boxster in uh, last night and then driving the Camaro this morning, the Camaro's a big bitch. It's big, but <laughs> they, big. they it, obviously it's it's dropped weight, which is good. Yeah. I think styling-wise on it, it's more athleticized than it was before because uh-huh. it feels like it's more wrapped around the chassis. It looks a little, yeah, it looks yeah. better. It needs bigger headlights. I mean, mm-hmm. but, uh, it, headlights they, are good, though. They're, I know they need, oh, I'm sure. styling-wise, but styling they're really, wise, they, they, just, really, they, really, they really work well. Yeah, and that... I guess I mean when you have the top down, it's cool because you don't have that mm-hmm. little with that tiny little greenhouse that I From hate so two, much. Between the two, honestly, the... I didn't. I, I don't. All the stuff that people talk about yeah. the Camaro being so hard to find, see out of, yeah. and stuff like that. I'm like, it's not that I bad. I didn't think it was that bad. It's a sports car. I mean, yeah, but you yeah. drove the convertible. Or what, no, no, I, I'm oh, driving the coupe. Do both. Okay, okay. But the four cylinder coupe. I think uh, the blind spots are about as even. I as guess I'm more of a, a styling. 
I don't like the I don't like the high the yeah, super I, high belt line and I the, agree with the that. tiny. I, I mean that's a safety, but thing. it is a lot of a yeah. safety. But yeah. you can get a, there. There's better ways. I, I equated know. being inside a Camaro to being like you're in Pee Wee football and you're wearing those Riddell helmets. Mm-hmm. And that's what it feels. Like. Yeah, 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 it's, it's, and then you got the, the uh, all the, the A pillars and everything around the windshield. Floor, and that's your that's your face mask. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's kind of interesting driving it. Um, I, I the belt line bothers me from a driving comfort standpoint. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean the the. The armrest isn't bad. The armrest like, is you, fine. You don't have to put your arm up here. You can put your you arm on be, the armrest, and it's otherwise like I'm like this. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's, it is it's, pretty it's, high. it's rough. It's um, pretty high. But one of our our goals this weekend, our mission this weekend, is to find out. Okay, with that Camaro being on the Alpha chassis and it being taut and turn-ins awesome, and it's just an amazing driving experience. Is it? You know, can a V6 Camaro actually be better than a V8 Mustang? Mm-hmm. And I haven't really been able. I haven't driven your car yet. Yes, when you do, on point. the way on the way back, right, right, we'll kind of right. talk about that. But riding in your car, and when you hit the throttle with me, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't feel that V eight. Really? Oh, oh. Aren't they supposed to like sound really good now? And everything? It does. They do. It sounds. Uh, that five liter is pretty good. No, but here, <laughs> here's the thing: is the dual mode exhaust. Um, if you're driving around with that on uh, in neighborhoods, you could be pretty obnoxious. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's pretty fun. Stock, it's just, huh? Because what happens is uh, once you you can step on it, and it's good in the lower gears, but once you get the, that scream from five to 7,000, it, it's – how do I – I can't describe it. Like it, It's it's loud. It's just raspy and loud. Mm-hmm. And it's and – it's, it, take it or leave it. It can be good, bad. I actually think it sounds better outside – you know, passing on the highway, I think it actually sounds really freaking good. Yeah. It sounds British. Sounds good, yeah. It does. It, you called it TVR-ish. Yeah, if a TVR oh, made yeah. a V6, it would sound like a TVR V6. How the hell do you know that? It just has a, a raspiness to it that you can only get in a British yeah. bespoke vehicle like that. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, it doesn't have that straight six sound, obviously. But if, yeah, TVR made a V6, it would sound like that, I think. It's nice. not quite Jag. No. But it's... Yeah, you're right. That is a kind of a British kind And of those sound. cars are, the Mustang and the Camaro, around the same weight now because the, the Mustang yep. gained the Camaro mm-hmm. loss, right? Yes. So it kind of mm-hmm. brought Balanced them a little, a little pretty even within 100 pounds or something like right, that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So do they feel, does one feel like bigger than the other? Or I mean, the the I think the Camaro feels bigger than I the Mustang. The, I, think oh, the Mustang I, think, I think the Mustang I think the Mustang feels narrower. Gotcha. I think the Mustang, that's footprint feels bigger. The, really? it, it's it, Well, the footprint, it just feels a lot longer and everything that's else with it. That, yeah. it that, so you're just like oh man, I, like I can't place the front even in both cars. Doesn't really matter. Because well, two weeks ago I drove the Camaro SS, a convertible Camaro SS. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, a white convertible Camaro SS actually. And I'm yeah. driving a white convertible Mustang now, so it's like, kind of interesting. But um, when I was driving that convertible Camaro SS, it felt huge to me, mm-hmm. and that was a surprise because mm-hmm. I was driving it in the canyons and it didn't feel. It was just it felt like it was too big for the canyons. I didn't get that sense in the Mustang really? driving up here. No, no, mm-hmm. the Mustang didn't feel too big. And after you spend time in any of these cars for a while, they shrink on you. You get used mm-hmm. to them. You get, you know, they sure. become centri- you know, the, the corners become second nature to you. So once that happens, then they become fun. Mm-hmm. But but initially, it's kind of daunting. It's like, oh wow, that corner's all the way out there, and I kind of don't like that. But then you get used to it. Yeah, I mean, the one like styling wise, when I look at the new Mustang, the one thing I don't like is how you. I mean, I know it's like. It's pedestrian safety standards and stuff, but the 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 hood is so high, yeah. and it Camaro goes super too. high, and then it has to it has to drop off because mm-hmm. it's a sports car, right? It's got that droopy. So nose. it has to have this yeah. this long droop, and it's a drastic uh, droop, rather than where you'd want to see a lower kind of hood line throughout, and it's just they can't do it, you know. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this stuff is just it's it's not Mustang's fault, or no. you know, it's not it's not the manufacturer's fault. It's all and like you said with the the high belt line, you can't you know you have to. 
all these standards and stuff. So you can't really get around it. Ferrari 250 GT Lusso. Uh, and Lane, you just named the podcast Drastic Droop. Drastic Droop. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, That's not a good thing. Mustang Droop, I think that the GT350 almost exaggerates that. Because yes. it's mm-hmm. got that longer front Oh, end. yeah, yeah. But that and California special, he has, has that, like, extra... Boxer Spider. Yeah, Boxer Spider. Mm-hmm. God, I love that. Oh, that sounds so good. That sounds so awesome. That 3.8 is just... Crackly. Oh. But the uh, the California Special has that extra splitter, so it kind lip, yeah. of re- reminds me a little yeah. bit of that GT three fifty ness, and mm-hmm. it, it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. the the funny thing about the GT three fifty is like you know that everybody that brought one today was like, oh man, I'm gonna show up, and I'm gonna yep. get yeah. shit. And, and there's, then like there's like four. six of them. Yeah, yeah. same like, with <laughs> the the Focus RS. Right? Yeah, two guys. I got I got my blue one, and then somebody showed up with their white one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those so are cool. So those fun. are available now. Apparently, yeah. That's the first one I've. We saw one at SEMA, but because yeah. I think I think I, I was listening to um, uh, Smoky Tire on the way I think out. Some here. are getting delivered. Yeah, yeah they're, they're like sitting at now. the they were sitting at the port, port like yeah. right yeah. now. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. I so some areas one. are actually hitting, and the other and, and they messed up on the. I listened to that too. Yeah, they messed yeah. up on the delivery or something that like silly. that. Yeah. That seems first that's, world problems. Yeah, so this guy that's leaving right now, right? I was listening because I'm like a. Uh, what is he I'm driving? Drop, so he's he's leaving in his Charger 392. Oh, yeah. uh, Looks like a and, and he's like, oh, I wanted a Pontiac G8, but they don't make it anymore. I was like, well, they make the SS, dude. Yeah. So yeah, you could have right. got that. Yeah, so what's your like, excuse? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but th- those Chargers. Are like, oh, here we go. GT350 is leaving. Let's see if he can actually R, makes though, it. Right? No, that is not the R. Uh, but no they still sound. Here we go. Still sounds good. Let's hear it. Yes, yeah, I like it. So I found I, like I found it. out the, it Mustang. was on there. It was it found this out at our drive at Button Willow that it's just a resonator difference between oh, the R. And yeah, the is, so if you want your GT three fifty to sound like an R, swap the resonator out. Huh. You're good to go. Top tip. Top okay. tip. Top tip. Right. Yeah. So those uh yeah the, the, the R yeah. the R is <laughs> yeah. so good. Yeah. It's so good around a racetrack. It, it's the best. It's the best car I drove this year. I'm a C4 Corvette fan in a Grand Sport-ish <laughs> looking vehicle. It's not a real Grand it's Sport. A, it, no, it's a uh, it's a reverse Grand Sport. It's a light with uh, the blue stripe yeah. rather than backwards. But so, yeah, being a '90s kid, I'm just so I'm just so all into C4s. C4 or 928. Uh, 928 all the way. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Yeah. I gotta be like Scarface. Well, well, okay. To be specific, 1995 928 GTS. GTS. Oh, um, yeah. no, but that's that's <laughs> an actual You're expensive an early 928 fan. I'm an early guy. Yeah. I yeah. like the, I like the original design, like the four and a half. Oh. I just I like I mean aesthetically is it the tail I, I like I like the tail yeah. the inset tail lights more wedgy the little yeah. tail lights yeah. the yeah. body I like flatting. the I like the shark like front end mm-hmm. the later ones got they went straight the bumper went straight ah, down yeah, to a yeah. front end because it was more aerodynamic it was and exactly it had less lifted yeah. well <laughs> yeah speed. and the early one also has like Jaguar XKE ish so, the sides where they okay. tuck I under the door yeah. yeah they do the later one has yeah. rocker panels mm-hmm. and stuff so mm-hmm. they, I mean they they modernized it yeah but they also strayed from Lapine's original design, mm-hmm. which I really like, and I like old old cars, I guess too. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, and the uh, I've only driven I've only driven one later thirty two valve car. I had an eight valve car. Um, I like the way that engine behaves. It's a little more um, on cam feeling. Mm-hmm. So you they're they're quicker to rev. They're not mm-hmm. as lazy, mm-hmm. and you can you can kind of really rev them. And redline them, and just you kind of need to to get the power. And the later ones are more like a late an LS LS ish motor. Yeah, they're just yeah. lazier. They're yeah. they're more the low end torque, and they don't sound quite as cool. 
Honestly, give me any of them with a stick, and I'll but, be fine. Right. I mean, yeah. but yeah. that being said, if fucking, you find a, a nice G- one, a GTS is the, yeah. the cream of the crop. Right. And I saw one recently sell for like 130 grand. Yep. So, <laughs> so ideally, you'd get like a 78 then. See, I don't know. I mean, that's what the collector would get. That's what Magnus Walker mm-hmm. got, I think, or something like yeah, that. Got an early but one. the CIS in those has a little problem. So, yeah. like, mine was a 1980, which is, it had the Motronic. It's kind of like the compromise car. It's the earliest without it doesn't have any spoilers but it was the first of the the different fuel injection which was more reliable and stuff i would settle for a 1990 928s4 and mm-hmm. i saw one of those go those are on much cheaper than a gt yeah, yeah those yeah. are cheap yeah. i saw unfortunately an automatic and my motto is manual only drives yeah. a manual but yeah. um save i saw that manuals. one go for less than save the manuals i saw that one go for less than ten thousand dollars yeah. i couldn't believe it i thought they were more expensive than that no yeah i mean they might be a, they're all basket cases too like yeah. so you know it's one of those things like no one that bought them the third owners didn't have enough money to afford the car so they're all fucked yeah. ruined same with 944s yep um that like, was my my 944 i got it for 1500 bucks yeah I don't have it anymore, but I miss it dearly. Uh, it was an '83 manual steering yep. rack, uh, manual sunroof. It was like the yeah, car the best, to have. great year. Yeah, I love that car. And I got it for fifteen hundred dollars. Ran perfect. Drove it home, no problem. Um, and I I ended up uh, stripping teeth off of the timing belt. Mm-hmm. And and new valves collided. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Luckily, I only bent one valve. Yeah, you have to do the hat. I mean, I was at idle. Yeah. So uh, you know, it, it it contacted the piston and was like up oh, done, and uh, so yeah, that was no fun. But I did all the work myself. I think I ended up fixing it for about fifteen hundred bucks, which is what I paid for. No, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you, it's a little sad, but every, every I've had that happen too. I've had like eight nine forty fours or something, and uh, I've had it happen uh, when I was in college, and I just drove the you know drove it until yeah. something broke basically, yeah, and yeah, yeah. that the same thing happened. Something slipped, and uh, it wasn't. You know, it didn't break or anything. It, it literally slipped a tooth. Um, but oh, but to answer your question, nine twenty eight, eighty three euro, uh, two valve motor, three hundred and ten horsepower. That's the that's one. the one with a with a five speed manual, and it's still relatively inexpensive. Yeah. No, okay. Okay. Non interference so, too, oh, yeah. so you Ooh. can uh, yeah, time belt can break and you're fine. Oh my god. Fine. Uh, well, well, I mean, that's yeah. still a big job. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> you're not replacing engines yeah, yeah. at that. I've point, done the but... time belt on a 928. It's like it's it's a 944. It's I mean, a mile and a half long belt. Yeah, it's huge. Eight. I think it's is it eight feet or it's pretty long that's or ridiculous. 18 feet? I forget. It's a, it's something huge. Dude. So so what's an 83 going to run you right now? A good one. A decent. A good one. 15. Yeah. That's awesome. Damn it. Yeah, it's awesome. And that's a car that'll appreciate. That's yeah. today's value. And, and that's Tomorrow like it's, right. That's looking at your in BMW world. It's like say a six, an M six thirty five i, you know, or an M six. It's I would say it's almost like a, a eight forty, kind of. Oh. That was we had Whoa, the coolest eighty eighty six guy leaving, was right? He just so he, bouncing off no, the no, what, he, what he did is he waited to right where he can just go straight where everybody was kind of looking at him and then yeah. he gunned it and then he's just like popping his rev limiter on the oh, street just because disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Drifting? I don't know. Uh, who knows mm, what he's doing. Probably not. He didn't have a skill. <laughs> exactly. Um yeah, but uh, uh the the nine twenty eights to me always felt like an eight series, more than a six series. That, they're, they're big and kind of GT. And yeah, I agree with that. They're all kind of GT-ish. The the one difference there is uh, we've talked about it before, but like A series are like 
literally 40, they're 41 or 4,200 pounds. Yeah. They're yeah, really heavy compared true. where true. my 928 and 1980, I weighed in on the scales at 3,350, I think it was. I always thought they were more. So than that. at 3,350 compared to these days, you're it's like, nothing. okay. And it's a V8, it was 240 horse. Mm-hmm. Not tons of horse, but mm-hmm. 240 horse, mm-hmm. five speed, 3,300 pounds. Oh Sounds like an E36 M3, right? Exact same <laughs> stats, right? So it, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad and, and, uh, it wasn't that heavy. Later ones got up to like 3,600 pounds or so, mm-hmm. but the eight series are 42 ish, 41. Wow. So they're, they're a big bitch. Yeah. They are big. Still my favorite BMW of all time. Beautiful. That, that mm-hmm. 850 yeah. CSI. Beautiful. That is, that's the manual. Yeah. Oh, well, there's man. an 850 manual car on Bring a Trailer auctions. Really? It just went, I think just started yesterday, but. Yeah. We'll By the way, the world's over because of BMW 2002, 2002 TII sold for seventy two, seventy one thousand dollars. Now here's the thing: is is whoever bought that is an idiot. Yeah. Yes. Secondly, it's not a collector car. No, because it wasn't. Not, no, it's been. That's the I don't get. It's a repaint. It's got a bunch of mods. It has all yes. suspension mods. It yeah. has. Uh, it's got a CD player in the dash. Yep. You know, it's it's not a perfect restoration that that should get no. that kind of money or a, a car that hasn't been touched at all and has right. ten thousand miles on. So it. So we yeah. talked about this. It it bid like a normal auction. It bid to fifty seven, mm-hmm. and then two guys wouldn't Even let it go. Fifty seven's too much. Fifty seven's exactly. way too much. But fifty seven, you could like go. Okay, I mean, it's really nice and it's perfectly restored. It's for, not perfectly restored. No, no, for paint and stuff. The paint was really nice. It wasn't. It, it's a pretty car. Yeah. Like I, I like it, but, but that's 57, a twenty thousand dollar car. Fifty seven was all like insane, yeah. and then to take it twenty grand or 50 it, grand it was more. nuts. Like I, I don't know. My mind was blown. Yeah, I yeah was just, absolutely. I saw that and was like, yeah. what? And now I'm like, wrong with the world. Every everyone with two thousand two thinks oh they have a fifty God. to seventy thousand yep. dollar car now. Yep. Mm. Every for sure. Oh, this yeah. one sold for this, and I, that's and that. Craig. It was square tail. With Euro bumper, so it's a modified car. Art yeah. likes square, but I, I know. I don't mind it. I mean, they look they look fine. For years, I was like, oh yeah, I could get a square because they're they're cheap. cheap. You can get them way cheaper mm-hmm. than a roundy, but it's not nice, anymore. Nice yeah. <laughs> nine yeah. twelve. No, nine twelve. Yeah. Ooh. Nine twelves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those. Sexy music. There's yeah. that one guy. I think it's like nine twelve RSTI or something like that on Instagram. So yes. he, and I saw. Uh, I, drew, I was. I saw his car. He, I, I saw. I, I met him at um at. Elisa Viejo Cars and Coffee. Oh, he's got he a, has a Subaru, Subaru Yeah, yeah, yeah I've the seen EJ that car. 20. I think it's the Japanese two liter that he has in there, uh-huh. uh, which is just rad. The thing's rad. That'd probably be fun. I'm not, he I'm says, not against uh, it. The only issues with it is that uh, he's had to go dry sump because the, yeah. the oil pan sat too low. Uh-huh. And it's still too low. Like, even with a dry sump, he's like, yeah, I bought him out and hit oh, the engine wow. on the. Oh, it's like, I got to pull that up a bit. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. But it's sweet. Oh, oh, I'd take I mean, it. He's yeah, like yeah. he's like 340 horsepower in a you know 2,100 pound car. That should work. Yeah, Jeez. that's good. That's good. That's I'm, good. I'm for it. I mean, I'm I'm all about that. I hate the LS in the 911. There's uh, a small block V8. Yeah, there's smaller, there's that, like that, that gray one's even one. worse because it's got iron heads. Like that. yeah, old school. Heavy. Yeah, old three twenty seven or something. What year was that car? Seventy five. Seventy five. Seventy six. Yeah, it's got to be pretty small, right? I mean. But I mean, wouldn't an LS with dry sump maybe work in the back of a 911? Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, even a, even a, a regular LS. I mean, I've driven. No, they work. I'm sure it's a great I mean, driving car. And then like yeah, 996 yeah. turbos 996. when they blow their engines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's that guy, yeah. Renegade. Or, yeah. Renegade so does I, it. I was just about to bring that up. Renegade. I, I went to Vegas because there's shops in Vegas. And I drove uh, his LS7 Cayman. 
Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, uh, it's, it's been modified. It's not a stock LS7. So he's, he's saying that he hasn't got it really dynoed and, and really tuned when I was driving it. But he was saying somewhere around 650 wheel. Jesus. That's in, healthy. In a Cayman that's still balanced and yeah. and handles like really I mean, really it, well. It had to not probably weighs about the same. About the same. It's yeah. About the same. Yeah. yeah. He said he said overall because the, it had bigger wheels because it was going to SEMA uh-huh. stuff like that. He said overall it was about 250 pounds heavier. Okay. Which isn't too bad. Yeah. And considering you know 650 wheel, that's that's pretty good. And we drove in you know canyon roads and stuff, and it it handled really well, and it accelerated like nothing I've ever driven before. It yeah, was so much fun. That's Sounds crazy. I mean, so yeah. he does those swaps. Is that yeah. something? Yeah, he, yeah. Wow. he does. Uh, he does all those 944s too. Yep. I'm not against it. If a 944 engine blew, I wouldn't be against putting an LS in it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not a power. I'm not that power hungry. I'm not either. So, but it, it's pretty cool when you see it. Like for yeah. anybody else, like if if you want to let me drive your car, I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, for my for my own purposes, I have a a 200 horsepower flat six for yeah. a reason. So yeah. Car fast. Yeah. You can exactly. see part of it is like the the simplicity of putting that engine yeah. in yeah, yeah, and yeah. just buying parts at Craig and for <laughs> nothing, right? Where. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're spending like you're spending all this money on your 200 horsepower flat six, right. and I'm spending all this money on my 143 horsepower four cylinder. Right, right, right. You know, like so you <laughs> could see you could definitely see the the ups of having a American V8. Yeah, and in if your I was portion. to break down in Monterey, oh, I wouldn't have to, or or in Tonopah. No, nah, yeah, like buy a water pump for 24 bucks yeah, yeah, yeah. at AutoZone, you're all good. Oh, there's a Napa here. I can rebuild the whole engine. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> a lot to be said for that. You brought something up right about the wheels can we just say this publicly that sema ruins cars it just they, does, they well, does they ruin do. we know that I, just, I, I i'm like i for first time was going last year and ugh, like i'm just so tired of seeing certain styling trends yeah like i, I get rwb i get it it looks kind of rad I, I would never want to drive one of those cars at any kind of level like not even just cruising. I wouldn't want to drive it. You mm-hmm. choose so life. much of that. So much yeah. of that stuff is. <laughs> I choose, what is this? I, I was, drive. I drive. One I'm going to bring up my. Cool. I'm going to bring up my movie uh, trivia. So, I'm going to this a train spotting quote. So, <laughs> so good. Yeah. Brad, you like RWBs? Yeah. Okay. I, it's so there's this thing that's like cars as art mm-hmm. kind of thing for me, where like, I mean, I probably wouldn't own one, and I probably wouldn't spend that kind of money. Yeah. But I I appreciate. The, the work that's put into them and the, mm-hmm. the stuff. I think it's maybe getting to the point where it's a little played out. Yeah. Where there's, they've built enough of them where it's kind of, you see them un- often enough that it yeah. gets a little old. I'm good with RS flares. I'm like a huge I'm, hater of RWB, but really? I, I think I've become a huge hater of it because <laughs> I, I've seen the people that drive them and stuff and the w- world yeah. they're in. And then yeah. I remember the first one I saw was like an e-garage car, uh, one of the early ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I saw it in the flesh five years ago at Pebble or one, you know, uh, one of the shows down there yeah, for yeah, the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing it and being like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, they're taking like RSR styling and right. putting it on the streetcar. Right. You know, an NA, whatever, 964, I think it was. I'm like, that's pretty cool. And it's so extreme. And like, but then now you see it over and over and it's just kind of lost any luster and to the point where I'm like, uh, it's not. It, well, it's just the, the one that I really dig. The I think it was one of the first ones built in the U.S. was the Fat Lace car, Mark Arsenal's uh-huh. car. He took a, a, a regular nine six four Carrera four and had FF Tech build like a really big turbo engine, and he's got like six hundred horsepower in his. So I I dig his a lot, but the 
some of them that are being done that's just like eh, it's a stock 964 with flares like yeah, yeah okay. a lot of them is just slapped on and yeah. i feel like i i don't know maybe it just bothers me because i see i see it done and it's uh what's his name they're using his pulling out the caulk gun and you know caulking the the fender where Nakai. it meets the body Nakai. Nakai. Yeah. yeah and it's like oh look at the artistry i'm like dude he's just He's bolting fenders on. Yeah. And then in a lot of cases, like some of the SEMA car is throwing a really bad paint job and not replacing rubber and stuff. Yeah. And people are drooling over well, it. Well, I mean, that's really not his fault. I, it, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's the it's the, the mentality of the people that, that have to be the next one to have one yeah. that they're kind of ruining. And it. I know I'm kind of fault. It, I f- it's it, I'm being an asshole, like even talking shit about it because who cares? Like, and I feel like there, there's also that thing with Magnus Walker. Like people hate Magnus Walker, and I'm like one of those people that defends him. Like it's not his fault that he's this popular guy. He's yeah. just a dude that likes Porsches, yeah. and he does his shit to him. And whether you like it or not, it, it's his he, car. It's his car, mm-hmm. and it's not like he's out there. You know, at the beginning, you know, he's he wasn't out there saying. I'm the best. Look at me. I'm the best right. or anything. It's just that he became this figure for and people to admire. I think it's a very similar situation with Nakai exactly. where, where it, you know, this fame is, is not necessary. I mean, it is his doing, but it, it's, it kind of came on merit huh. and now it's just like, well, he's got a cash cow. I mean, if somebody offers you 30 grand to put fenders on a card, yeah, you're going to do it. Exactly. It's not I him. Mean, yeah. It's so, it, it, yeah, a car is, it's worth that that work is worth what people are willing to pay and people are willing to pay for it so exactly it's uh i mean everything that i've seen of him as a person he seems like a really cool dude. yeah so i reverse everything i said (laughs) (laughs) i still don't like the cars i just you know it's whatever it's personal preference but fine i wouldn't i wouldn't do it or want it yeah there's that's why there's something for everybody it's the same thing as like the liberty walk cars like i kind of dig those even though it's just flares and wheels and whatever Uh i kind of dig them because they look cool from you know uh, an, an art standpoint they're good mm-hmm. in just, photos yeah they're, they're good in photos not prob- probably not that great to drive yeah and i probably wouldn't want to own one but they they look cool yeah 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 i remember taking pictures of that uh that gray four five four five eight mm-hmm. a few years ago it's changed colors like five times the car gets painted <laughs> every six months uh oh, that's but that car was I mean, it was really cool to look at and stuff but then everything is liberty walking you're kind of like eh, yeah, yeah. Eh, all right, yeah. yeah at first it was star power but now everybody's yeah. a celebrity like rocket bunny oh look at that yeah look at that. that's cool now liberty walks everything. prius kit looks pretty pretty cool Ooh, actually i haven't seen they that. make a prius kit yeah. like all right, the new, new would, one or like the previous rock, gen like the the Ooh. previous gen okay. they probably Hopefully. make a new new one now the new prius is so bad yeah it almost may, might but work. You know with what? That, yeah, though. with, with why? Yeah. Maybe because it's, it's so, so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks ah. like a car from the future. That's what it I does. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. Oh, I'd take that Liberty Rocket. Right. Just ro- Liberty Rocket. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. Like that would be. <laughs> like that would be a kind of car. Like that would be the only way I'd drive a Prius is yeah. if it was that yeah, like, yeah. ostentatious and wild. I see a couple of those dudes that like try and matte their put like you know paint their wheels matte black right, and stuff right. and like put tint. You're like, there's oh, you a guy uh, that went to Adams Motorsports Park down in Riverside uh-huh. and uh, also did. Uh, there's like it's called Apex Track. It's like a karting track in mm-hmm. uh, Paris. It's like a little inland empire. Like, it's some Grand Theft Auto Five stuff that's out there. It's terrible. But anyway, so this guy goes out there, and he has suspension sticky tires on a Prius, otherwise stock. And he goes out there, and he is so consistent, it's not even funny. 
it makes a good autocross car, CVT, and going out there, and that's what he just wants to get his nuances of driving it. It's so cool to see, a, like, it's kind of cool seeing a Prius do that. It's like it's actually sure. kind of cool. That, sure. uh, beyond that, that's it. That's that's my fascination <laughs> with it. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not but if you're it. the guy that picks that as your autocross car, it's you're so an idiot. Stupid. Or if you just have <laughs> so, it, you're like, you know what, I'm just gonna do this. That's one of those things. Car. Like, my mom gave it to me, and she won't let me buy. You know, some if it's some kid, right. and they're well, like, honestly, I mean, because I used to autocross a, a Saturn SL too, because it was what we had. I uh-huh. wish Brian was here. Yeah, Brian would he love would that. Love this. And um, and it you know it's it's not a great platform, but it, it does okay. It's lightweight and whatever, and it's not a lot of power. But the I the mainly the main reason that I did it was both to teach myself how to drive better and to have my wife drive better. So like you learn the dynamics of the car, you learn the uh how far you can push something before it'll spin or whatever mm-hmm. so maybe you can get out of an accident on the street or whatever yeah and it's what it's what you have right it's the ultimate like you don't need all this stuff to go to the track like right. you don't need to, a different car even you can you yeah. can bring what you what you have right and now. i don't mind how saturn's drove it felt no, like a lower no. cost yeah, Saab. Was... There was like a Saab DNA within a Saturn for some. Nobody ever talked about that, but I don't know. I just I felt would, that. Well, way. in the later generations, it like it was all that GM Europe. So everything from Opel mm-hmm. was the same thing as as the uh, as the Saabs were becoming, or not the Saabs, the uh, the Saturns. I'm sorry. Yeah. So like they, there was like the uh, the Saturn Astra. Yep. Was like an Opel, Opel and Voxel Astra. So yeah. I was just same like, car. huh? Same yeah, there's that. But I was feeling that in '90s Saturns, yeah, yeah. the S series. Yeah. So those those are, are the S series are a little like. The little coupe. And yeah, the, there's the SL, which is mm-hmm. the sedan, the SC, which is the coupe, and the SW, which is a wagon. Okay. And then there's the one and two, so there's a single cam and a twin cam. Gotcha. Was the one or two on the body cells? Which one was the one with the Rubbermaid bumpers? Don't they all? They all. Yeah, they, they, all, all, they, they were all. That was the whole advertising campaign. Yeah. They'd have the shopping cart yeah. slam bounce against the and door and bounce. Slamming his head. Yeah. The, yeah. That, those things I hear to make the best lemons cars because of They're that. They're pretty good. Oh, because pretty you can good. just go banging at everybody and you're fine. That's <laughs> yeah, it sounds, yeah. Like, I'm oh, sorry, rubbing, rubbing. That was our biggest problem with lemons in our 944 was just like body work hitting the wheels and stuff. Like having to like cut it with a sawzall and you know (laughs) stuff like during the race, you know, like. Um, I need to find a Saturn Lemons car. Uh, so yeah. I think there's better choices, though. I want to take dominated. advantage. As long as it's a manual, I'm happy. Anything, As long as it's a manual transmission, I don't care what yeah. it is. A lot Save of people do four... Ba- we have a four-cylinder racing series at the dirt track here, and everyone does Acura. Guy yeah, in the box for spiders. Yeah. Box that for car spiders. is so cool because the they've redone the interior, so the seat inserts are... Um, uh, oh, that's the one with the houndstooth. The, hound hound yeah, yeah, the, nice. the red and black mm-hmm. and white so nice. Tube. And so then he's got brown wheels on it. Oh, oh, really? silver car. Are they brown? Yeah. Oh. yeah that it looks kind of cool. It's kind of vintage yeah. It does look cool. Yeah. That's a really cool car. I don't, I don't like the the uh, fake car, the carbon uh the carbon uh, wrap he put on stuff, but besides oh, that, that's cool. I didn't notice that. He has a rear wing in the Dynomat, you know, oh. just the, the uh. you know, 3M carbon look, yeah. Yeah. which is kind of cheapens the car a bit. A little bit. But besides that, it's really cool, you and I love the interior, carbon. the red. That, don't do that, people. Yeah. Like, the wraps are stupid. Do not do it. Like, if you're going to wrap something, wrap, if you wrap it, wrap it black. Be done. Exactly. Don't, 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 don't yeah. fake anything. That's up. my whole thing. Don't fake stuff. Like, this is, this is not 1970. Because like, we don't need fake wood for mica. Well, does carbon fiber <laughs> really look that great? You no. know, as like a, as a, as a, I mean, as a piece of art. Well, I, I can, I, I have to say that it does. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I'll agree. Of my business, but like real carbon does, but when it has that lacquer and like really nice yeah, finish, yeah, yeah. but the fake stuff is. No, I'll give you an example though. Okay, B7 Audi RS4 with the carbon fiber belt line in the interior. 
That okay. looks really good. Yeah, but it's true carbon, right? It's I mean, yeah, true carbon, carbon, yes. Yeah. And it costs four. That that kit costs four thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. God. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with my Audi, it was available with carbon or wood, and I'm really glad that mine's wood because I I think it looks better. Oh, really? Yours richer. was available with carbon way yeah. back then, huh? Ninety five. Ninety five. Wow. Interesting. Uh, it started in ninety three. Huh. And yeah, it was available. Through they the- must have been one of the first ones. Probably that like M three lightweight carbon. It's like almost rubber covering it. You know, where it's like oh, that yeah. yellowy. That stuff was. Yeah. Uh, it's not carbon. Great. Well, yeah. I mean, but. so I just I had a a customer, a Ferrari dealership on the East Coast, sent us these Ferrari F fifty. They're the seats, the yep. little sides that um, where the seat back and the bottoms join together. It's just the cover. They sent us those to have to refinish. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, how many F50s are there? Because the Ferrari carbon gets the clear coat on all the Ferrari carbon turns white where you can't even see the carbon finish really? anymore. So I, I physically like stripped them down. I sanded them down all the, all the clear off and then we refinished them. But, uh, that's one of the things you get with a lot of that factory carbon, especially the Ferrari. It just too. all turns to shit. And this is early stuff. These are race car parts. Mm-hmm. If these parts were on your Prius, you would say, those things suck. This car's a piece of shit. Look at these shitty parts. Yeah. Because the weave is horrible. It's not there for us. You know, it's like, it, it's a cover that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. So it is aesthetics, mm-hmm. but it's not really aesthetics. It's a race car, you know? It, they... Ferrari gets away with a lot of that stuff, let's just yeah. say. Like, they get away with a lot of stuff that a Toyota Camry could not get away with half the so stuff Ferrari does. I'm, like, rethinking my configurator fund a whole lot with the 488 <laughs> yeah. that I got because I was like, carbon everything. Yeah. I need it all done. I would and imagine I would imagine by now. They've gotten a lot They've, they've gotten, gotten a lot better. Uh, 430 yeah. still have the engine bay panels all turn white. Oh, really? So, and uh, Ferrari's whole thing, you don't want any plastic with the black finish in on it, soft touch. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. still to this Blue. day, it yeah. turns to tar. Yeah. Where if you touch it, your really? hands will be black. So, like, in heat? Yep. Yes. Oh. All the switch it turns into stuff. tar, all the door handles, everything, yeah. from oh. the uh, 328 on, basically. Wow. The 355s, 348s, oh. 430s, 360s, everything. Um, F50s, F- it, everything. So turn to you for all carbon stuff. Yeah. There we go. There go. <laughs> Brand new window switches I ordered from Ferrari for an F50 mm-hmm. um, from Marinello. Already sticky. Because they're new old stock, so they're in a oh, box. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But already tar. Oh, shelf getting hot. Exactly. Hot. In Italy where, yeah. you know, it's not it's not cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's terrible. So, But it's amazing how far carbon has come with automotive technology because now you have Boeing going to Lamborghini. Yeah, because huh. they yeah. couldn't like Boeing was trying to engineer something on the seven seventy seven or something like that, or the seven thirty seven, and they couldn't figure out the carbon fiber for a part that they had for some uh, a component of a wing. So they had to go outsource to Lamborghini. Lamborghini had to engineer I mean, it. They have their autoclaves and yeah. and Pagani started the, you know yeah. started the carbon doing the carbon there, and they're they're definitely With the best the, name in the world, Carbotanium. They, that's the oh, best. Is that, name yeah, yeah. <laughs> love yeah, it. Yeah, that's so rad. Like, but Lamborghini has really nice carbon too. Where Ferrari is a little bit behind turbocharged two forty. Definitely have like pinholes everywhere and so stuff. So Ferrari like that. is still even behind. So they're not yeah, really. Yeah, uh, Lamborghini's way nicer. Okay, okay. Oh, good. Uh, Audi has really good stuff nowadays, like R8s and stuff. That's really nice. Tends to last pretty well too. So go on. I think it's about that time. It's All right, that time. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> 
it's trivia time. You did that so good. Good. I tried. Yeah. It's hard. I'm not used to an audience. Um, I'm looking at a book that I got. It's automobile, The World of Automobiles, an Illustrated Encyclopedia of the Motor Car from 1970. Brad, you don't have that, right? I actually, I was going to say that I do have that. Oh. Damn it. But... Uh, Do you, you have know, a library spent, going? We I should combine li- our forces. I, I have a little <laughs> library going. Yeah, I've got yeah. I've got a, a a rack of books that sits next to me when I'm podcasting every day. Yeah. So uh, anytime anyone has a question on the podcast, I'm like, oh, I've got a book for that. Hang on. Yeah, somebody. totally. <laughs> okay. Well, but we... I haven't been studying it recently, so I'll probably <laughs> no, no. you'll probably be no. okay. I just found this funny. the The book is uh, it's from London, 1974, uh, and they have a glossary of terms. American and British. So how are you guys on your British these days? Um, we'll see. Pretty yeah, good. I guess Pretty we'll good. find out. I guess we'll okay. find out. You can just chime in if you know the answer. Add a U to so everything. So I'm going to give you the American term, mm-hmm. okay. the automotive American term, mm-hmm. and you give me the British equivalent. I like this. All Sounds right. good. Okay. I'll start you off with an easy one. Aluminum. 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 <laughs> yes. Uh, are, we, are we jumping? Are we jumping? <laughs> just just jumping. Jump 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 okay, um, one of those. All right. Antenna. <laughs> Oh, sh- antenna. Aerial. <laughs> oh! There it is. You got yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. Skirt, as in side side skirt. Quarter panel. Flanks? No, uh, uh, no, that's a Sill, no. Rocker. No, no. no, I would have said something like that, too. Apron. Apron. Ah, right. Makes sense. Apron. Um, okay, here's a couple other easy ones. Hood. Bonnet. Trunk. Boot. Boot. Displacement. Uh, cubic centimeters. <laughs> no, they use, they use a standard measurement. Oh, yeah. Imperial. It's just a different term. Mm. Oh, and we use God. it, too. I, these aren't, you know. I mean, it's, they point, use leaders, but. Capacity. Oh, oh yeah. Um, oh, this is a good one. Spark plug. <laughs> I don't oh, know if I ever really. Leads. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh, no. No. Oh my God! Sparker, no. Uh, Igniter, oh. sparking plug. Oh, oh okay. wow! It's, it's stupid, okay. right? Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm trying to see another one that was good. Um, license plate, number plate, register, number uh, plate. Oh, Got yeah. it. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, In Australia, it's Rego. Rego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they all? All they are they all numbers? They're not all numbers, right? They're, they have letters uh, as well. In well, in Europe, it's numbers and letters. Yeah. Can't you get like anything you want in Australia to be like all weird? Like you can. I, I think I saw something on on the motor. They're a bunch of criminals. Yeah. So, like yeah, everything, you do whatever, you, do whatever you want. Australia is weird. Though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. Uh, fiberglass. Body work. I don't know. <laughs> normal, normal body work. Glass, like a glass body. Glass, fi- glass fiber. Yeah. Glass fiber, yeah. Yes. 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 Fiber. And uh, curb, as in curb weight. Um, oh, my God. This, 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 is a trick, this is a trick question. Curb with K-E? Yes. <laughs> you got it. You, you got it. I, know. <laughs> I didn't know we were going into spelling. Okay, I could okay, also okay, do okay. tire and yeah, T-Y-R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those are really all the good ones. Uh, everyone else, the other ones you'd know, sedan. Saloon. Saloon. Um, Coupe. Coupe. Yeah, exactly, all that stuff. There's nothing too too great. Um, and a lot of these we use in American now. We've, we've kind of taken over. Because of so. Top Gear. Top yeah. Gear. Top yeah, Gear, yeah. yeah. I mean, we also want to sound smart. So, yeah, yeah. you know, right. for our writing and such. Like Tarmac. Right. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Exactly. Um, so you got, there you go. That's trivia. 
Oh, yeah. Well yeah. Done, <laughs> yeah. I know you need some outro music for it. I know. So we were just talking about configurator fun. You guys have been playing along. That's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Oh yeah. Except for uh, when Lane got pissed off. I got pissed. And didn't even do the 488. <laughs> I was sitting there on my phone. I'm like, how the fuck does this thing work? I like couldn't find the pictures at the end. I was just like, screw See, this. That, that's the thing is, it's not only what we're building. It's yeah. Let's how good see the how the configurators are yeah. because on on the web it's a little bit different if you're actually on a computer doing it's it, way better it's a little bit mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. Uh, but how the mobile aggregators will go back and forth it's kind of like it's kind of cool to see which ones are good and which ones are shit yeah so uh and i think we we picked based on bentley brian? right was it brian or was it you that recommended yeah, yeah. It's probably this guy this guy's ben- all wafty. Hey, hey, bentley molson's is Dude, what we, we suggested for that one. colors plus oh, yeah. custom i mean yeah an interior wood trim it's it's yeah. the, 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 the veneer options it's insane. <laughs> How, how's so the web? It's actually pretty decent. Or how's the phone? Yeah, the mobile is yeah. pretty good. Okay. And then it's just, again, like Ferrari, no pricing. Yeah. <laughs> it's enough. Yeah, like, it's like adequate. I know. I hate that. Well, you also can't order a Ferrari unless you have like, so three of them. The 928 flares. followed behind the Hot Wheel Edition Camaro. <laughs> It Which would look is, good without the script on the side. And he, the he did have he did have the toy car of his car inside yes, the car with yes. a with so, like the the Carrera like who did? strips inside that uh in the Hot Wheels Camaro over there. Oh, did he have one that. of the fast food number uh sixty eight signs? Yeah. <laughs> I stole the sixty eight from you know, sixteen. Here we go. The nine twenty eight. Come on, get us. So being you're you're kind of a Porsche guy. Uh I would you, say so. What do you think of the the nine eleven R? The new one. Um I know your view on it. <laughs> uh I'm not as bothered by it as you. I like I think it's cool. I'm coming around on it yeah. as a car. Yeah. Like I like I think it's yeah, a great car. I think like, it'd be a great car, but just I don't like the name. I wish they had done something other than 911R. Right. I mean, it really is the opposite of what the original was, right? The That's, original was yeah. a race car for the street, right. or allowed to be on the street, essentially. Right. Right. This one is the opposite because when our race cars have downforce, they took off the downforce. Right. Yeah. And uh, there, but I mean, how can I not and like? They put narrower wheels on. Narrower it wheels and, and tire. Yeah. I mean, trying to give you that feel of yeah. analog sport. They're trying to bring back the analog right, right. feel. I mean, I'm sure it's, I mean, so capable yeah. beyond belief still. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. There's not much not to like about it as a car. Yeah. As uh, a car, I think it'd probably be pretty good. And I, when it first came out, I was like really angry about yeah. it. I mean, but, but I, I can I get mad about, I can get, how about a Macan GTS using the GTS name? G- well, on, yeah. I mean, I mean, but I'm so used to it now because right. there was a, there was, there's yeah. been GTSs for how came many years now? When, when GTS first came out, I did an article that was like, is GTS, des- is this deserving of the GTS name? Yeah. And it's really, I mean, basically it's an option package. Uh-huh. It's, it's, uh, you know, nice interior and sportier, slightly sportier suspension, yeah. And like 15 horsepower more. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but look at what the 904 GTS was. Like, yeah. that was that racing. Car. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, yeah, I mean, that was another thing that initially I was kind of angry about, but now I've kind of come around and it, because it's, it's its own thing. Yeah. Now, you know, it, it's probably like the same thing as when Porsche started putting Carrera yeah. on 911s. Oh, yeah. All the 356 guys were like, what the hell is this shit? Like, a real or CS, like when they started putting yeah. CS on cars. Like in the in the 80s, they had the, yeah. the 911 CS. Mm-hmm. All that was was like a sticker package and a couple other, you know, it had some mm-hmm. other stuff. But mm-hmm. that wasn't, I mean, 
you could say it about almost the nine six eight club sport's pretty rad though. Like if I that had, is really cool. That's a good car with a with a cage and with you yeah know, yeah. That's, that's kind of what I'm trying to emulate with my Boxster mm-hmm. is, is to do a lighter weight. I've pulled out about a hundred pounds. I've probably got another hundred or two hundred pounds. Yeah. So do you have the top out yet? Or? Not yet. Not yet. Top yeah. is still in it. It hasn't come up in two months. Uh huh. Um, Might as well just take it out. And you yeah. you have a hard top or no? I don't, but I'm gonna get get a hard top and yeah. then use it just in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the way I when I had a 914. That's the way I drove it. It was just. I wouldn't even the keep the top down. in the car. I just oh, keep really? the top all summer, top off. All the Peugeots are leaving. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's with, with the best horn. with the best model designation of the show. What's that? The four hundred five MI sixteen. Oh, mm. I like that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. The inner James Bond fan yeah, me yeah. loves that shit. That's excellent. Yeah, those guys. You have to be pretty like. Hey, it's Cam on his Harley Davidson. <laughs> you can hear him from Ohio. <laughs> I can't believe that guy bought a Harley. Man. You know. You know, <laughs> you know. What's funny is I haven't sent it to him yet, but I was in El Paso, unfortunately, and uh, I, I swung my Barnett Harley Davidson. It's the largest Harley Davidson, I guess, uh-huh. in the country or, world uh-huh. or whatever. I bought him the most Texas Harley Davidson shirt imaginable, and I sent it to him. He's like, "Oh, thanks a lot." Man. I like got it as a joke because I'm like, I, I I don't want you to wear. It. I want you to feel embarrassed to wear this. <laughs> and then he's like, "Thank you. I'm gonna wear that." And I'm like, "Want to have like a chick on it and a fighter jet just, in the it, back?" It's, and it's just Merc. And yeah. got an eagle and a flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I tried to find like Tribal I went. Tattoo. I walked through, yeah, and unfortunately, the only place I could find the worst stuff was in the the uh, bargain discount the discount section. <laughs> yeah, I'm like course. all right, this is the stuff where I could find the five XL, which actually should have been on the normal the five XL <laughs> Harley Davidson shirt. Yeah. It was amazing. I had one next to me, and like literally, the shirt's hanging down to my knees. Yes, it's great. Well, I'm That's trying to rad. know what got him into bikes all of a sudden. Was there something just random or? <sighs> I don't know. It's another he was on he was on the Cleveland Moto podcast and, and was like, oh, "I gotta go bike now." And then he bought a Harley Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It happens. Uh, it was funny. You guys had a like a motorcycle guy, a yeah, guy yeah, on, yeah. and he he was he he was heckling um, Cam about his helmet. He's yes. like, "You bought that helmet? You're an idiot. You're a fucking." He's like, he didn't say fucking, but he's like, "You're an idiot." Yeah, and he's all. Uh, he had nothing to say. You know, he's like, oh, I don't know. He's he, got, like, he got all nervous. Yeah, yeah. Because he was saying it was like a hipster helmet or something. Yeah, it it doesn't hipster helmet. It doesn't have an open. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just the a face bubble. Doesn't have, yeah. On a, yeah. On the front. Oh, that seems like it's steep. Yeah. I've never. I like always have to have it cracked yeah. every time yeah, I run yeah, a bike because yeah, it steams yeah. all the steam and stuff. That's funny. So. Well, oh. you know, Cam's an idiot, but that's right. <laughs> he's a good dude. We could talk crap because he's not here. Because he's not. That's fine. He should have got a plane ticket. Exactly. They're cheap. Well, we should. I wrap, wrap it up, wrap it up yeah. and uh, I'd love to do this again. So next time you guys are in town, yeah. we should make this Absolutely. happen. Yeah, it was fun having you guys on. And where do you live? I live in, well, near LA, El Segundo. Okay. Yeah. And I'm you're in San, in San Diego. And I'm in Reno. In Reno. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, it's a grind second here, home. I come out here often. I like this area a yeah, lot. It's the okay. area is nice. Yeah. So. And, and uh, where are you originally from? Originally uh, from Michigan. Okay. Okay. And then you're from Texas, Ugh. and you're... I'm from SoCal. Local okay. SoCal boy. Cool. I think I live in SoCal now. Well, let's make it happen again. This yeah. Is, this yeah, is a lot of fun. Great having you guys. This is an awesome um, little studio. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Worked out pretty well. We might have to use this time. more often. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm digging the van again. Thank you. I'm digging the van again. <laughs> right. Well, I'll, awesome. venture to, I'll venture to say that there's probably no better place to record a podcast. Really? really because at, at a car show, yeah. where else would you... And we're sitting looking at each other. I don't know if the audience knows that, but it's a weekend. Around a little dinner table that flips up. can imagine. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, you got the mixing the board and the dinner yeah. table. It's just perfect. It's a perfect setup for yeah. five people. Yeah. And that's a bed 
just folds onto a bed. Oh, perfect. Boy. And I'll really also weird. say, like, you know, <laughs> I'm getting, like, the energy of, not for this particular van, but imagine, like, all the babies that were conceived in this thing. It's like, it kind of adds a little bit of artistic flair to the situation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> so, any of you guys, you guys want to, I mean, Camden Tub. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Every Friday morning, 7.30 on Hooniverse.com. Uh, 7.30 Eastern. Um Terminator Concio Dublin. There yeah, we go. Love that. I had to uh, say that. Hey, I have to also mention you didn't say allegedly once in this program. I was about to. Oh my God. I was about to. I was about to. I, I've been told to stop saying allegedly so much. <laughs> what about? Well, I'm not going to sit here and say this, but allegedly. Oh, here we go. Jason what? says a lot of things that repeat. All the time. Like, here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing. thing. Oh, okay. Hey, 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 hey. hey Hold hey, on. Hey. <laughs> well, we got called out for being California nasally saying like and dude too much. Yep. I didn't call him out on that. That was Cam. That was Cam. Okay. Yeah, that was Cam. Wrong person. Well, we got called out on the internet. No, no, no. A review. Wait a minute. Review. Okay. Cam? iTunes reviewer. <laughs> it, was, it was not It was not him. He That's said what I he commented that. on. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. He laughed. Uh, and then he got mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No, it, it's okay. Yeah. We already bought our plane ticket to Ohio to go kick, kick his, his ass. ass. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Well, I don't think we have a hard time with that. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> before I go, if I could just note that, uh, you know, if you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash manualcareo3, uh, my Lexus GSF review is coming next week. Or actually, it'll be probably by the time you guys publish it, uh, this, this podcast. This will be up tomorrow. Okay, so yeah, yeah next week then. Okay. And then uh, uh, this uh, road trip that we're doing, will be uh, also on there eventually within a couple weeks too once I get cool. all that editing done. Awesome. So, and yeah. Camaro will be up on uh, Universe once I get that shot, actually get a shot. We can't wait. Shot yet. So that'll be and up the there. Shark Works and then the Sharkworks Porsche. And then the Sharkworks Porsche that we will be filming today. Sweet. Give me give me some time, people. I have the finished product is yeah, worth it. I have he's a slow. job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a very busy, demanding job and I do this when I have spare hey, time. Hey, he's so. slow, guys, but the product is mediocre. Yeah, you know, you know? mediocre. It's, it's, <laughs> it takes a long time, but when you get it, you're like, meh. Exactly. <laughs> Except when I actually have a whole lot of time, then I get the video done in like a week. Yeah. And then right, people are like, right. why can't you, you do time. this normally? Uh, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. No, I'm not saying You have to I'm set expectations that. very low. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. you're always, you know. Yeah, like, Jason and I are doing the same thing. You know, we, I mean, uh, even though I work in the automotive media, my video stuff is separate from it. And it just yeah. supports it. So I have to do all my video editing after hours. <laughs> it takes so long. Yeah. And I, I spend 60 hours oh to make it good. Oh. And to perfect it, you're yeah. It's so Oh, yeah, because I'm paying attention to every, I mean, I'm really my new about work on forever. Sound. I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, master yeah. the sound. I do mm. color grading, everything. So yeah, uh, you do your star effect, and it like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. spins into the scene. I edit oh, all in iMovie. The iMovie transitions is all I use. I yeah. uh, if you if you care about Porsche stuff, all of my content is on flatsixes.com. Uh, if you care about motorsport, I have a, a weekend recap on Monday mornings on Hooniverse, and then we have the podcast on Hooniverse on Fridays. Um, my Twitter is at BC Brownell and my Instagram is at Turbo Brad, but it's T U R B O H B R A D. Because I used to live in Ohio and I thought it was funny. <laughs> hey, gotcha. All right. There you go. Yeah. That's good stuff. Right on, cool. guys. All right. Great having Thanks you guys. For joining us. Well, thank, thank you. For Thanks thank for having you. us. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Later. Later. Everything that I've seen of him as a person, he seems like a really cool dude. Yeah. So I reverse everything I said. They're fine. <laughs>